People act like God don't want them to understand Him. He wants you to understand Him. He loves you, and you're created in His likeness. If you understand Him, then you figure out who and what you are. can trust the love of God to lead you in the right direction. Today on The Believer's Voice of Victory, Kenneth Copeland explains how God teaches and reveals things by His Holy Spirit so your faith can believe and receive His love for you. Welcome everybody to The Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we are so thrilled with Your Word. My, You have met us and You've blessed us all this week and we're we're so glad we're seeing things and understanding things, and we ask you to further open our understanding and feed by your Holy Spirit, teach our spirits, renew our minds, and heal our bodies with the revelation of the love of God. And we thank you with all of our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Welcome to the broadcast today. My, I'll tell you what, there's a couple of days there that didn't do anything like I thought it was going to do. And the Lord just, oh, I'll tell you what, I, I just, I rejoice when he does that because it, it, I always learn more out of it than anybody. Now, yesterday, and in fact, let's go over to the fourth chapter of Mark once again. And we were talking about having faith in love. God is love. Love is God. And we have known and believed the love, 1 John 4, 16. But most people haven't believed the love. They've known the love because they, they had to get, you couldn't get born again without that. But not actually having any trust and faith in his love. And you run, just hit the wall spiritually in some other way and immediately uh, blame it on God and, and, you know, just start, well, I don't know, you you know, you don't care and all that. No, no, no. Trust the love. He didn't do it. The, The devil's the one that's trying to give God the blame for it. If he can get you to blame God for it, then your view faith will just keep crumbling and crumbling. He'll steal everything you have, including your life and health and children and everything else. Now, believe the love. Amen. I would never, I mean, my mother and my dad, A.W. and Vanetta Copeland, I want you to know those two people loved me and they would have never done anything to cause me heartache, damage, or, or, or in any way inflict some kind of pain on me. Are you kidding me that somebody walk up to me and say that A.W. Copeland put cancer on me? I'm pretty sanctified, but I'll tell you, you better duck when you say it because you don't talk about him like that to me. That man loved me. Amen. And there were some times, there was some tough love between he and I too, but thank God for it. He corrected me and, and straightened me out. I never in my life, all the years in his household, I never learned a wicked thing from him. 
I never learned anything wicked from Jesus. No, 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 no. Trust the love. Love went to hell for you. Love paid the price for you. Amen. Now, let's go back over here to Mark chapter 4 and look here from the 14th verse. Jesus is teaching on the sower soweth the word. But now before we even get out of the before we even get out of the box here, the sower, who is the sower? Well, it's God. No, it's love. Now see, we're talking about renewing your mind. If you hear God, you hear love, you hear love, you hear God. Amen. The sower soweth the word. Or love sows the word. The word of love always wants you to increase always wants you to improve, always wants you to get well, always wants you stronger, always wants you better off in life. That's love. That's the way love thinks. That's the way love is, and God is love. These are they by the wayside where the word is sown, but when they heard, Satan cometh immediately. Well, now, wait a minute. Here's just the opposite from love. Here's the thief. And he's out to steal, kill, and destroy. He's out to steal that word. He's not out to steal your money. He's not out to steal your family. Huh? No, he's out to steal the word. If he can steal the word, he's got your money. He's got your family. He can do anything he wants to you if he can steal the word out of you because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when you don't have any faith working, he'll walk over you. I'm telling you, he'll walk over you and claim God did it. Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. These are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, make a note of that now, have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. What is offense? Offense is getting out of love. When you step out of the love commandment, you've just stepped over in Satan's territory and he will, he'll hit you with the curse. He'll hit you with both barrels. Why? You stepped out there on his territory. He lured you out there by reminding you what they all been saying about you and how ugly they talked about you and the nasty letter they wrote you. You should have thrown the letter in the trash and then sit down and written a nice letter back and just tell them how much you love them. I know that's what you did, yeah. Now, have no root in themselves. These are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches. Not riches, the deceitfulness of riches. Being deceived by money. And so for thinking, I tell you what, if God would just let me have some money, I should fix all of this. No, 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 no. That's the deceitfulness of riches. And the lust or pressures of other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. It's the word that will bring the fruit. It's the word that brings results. But you don't have to let this stuff in. Next verse, these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word 
and receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And then if we had time, we'd go on and study all the rest of that chapter, which is all about the word bringing a hundredfold. The word of love wants you to have a hundredfold increase of everything good. Now, let's go to the 10th chapter and we'll catch up there. No, I'll tell you what, let's go right straight to the book of Ephesians. Thank you, Lord, for correcting me. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, For this cause I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, immediately, right there, you should have thought about the love of God. When you read the sower sows the word, the sower is the love of God. The word is the word of love. And love always wants you to produce a hundredfold increase. Love never wants you offended. Love never wants all of the cares of this world entering in and badgering you. No, 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 no. Now notice this. I bow my knee to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is love of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. You're named after God who is love. (laughs) Hallelujah. That he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might. Glory to God. By his spirit in your inner man, that Christ, the anointed one, may dwell in your heart by faith that you being rooted, they had no root in themselves and fell for that that offense, rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded in in God, rooted and grounded in Jesus, rooted and grounded, praise God, in the love of God. Hallelujah. Man, preach me happy. That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints. There's everybody that's born again. If you get rooted and grounded in love, you will be able to comprehend. You'll be able to understand. This is more than just surface understanding. This is working knowledge of God. This is working knowledge of who He is and what He is may be able to understand what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height of what? The love of Christ. Wait a minute. God is love. You're telling me that we can understand and comprehend the breadth, length, depth, and the height of God? Well, yeah, if God's the teacher, <laughs> hallelujah. How would you like to have some, nobody think they could understand you? Well, you just never can understand that stupid Kenneth. I just can't understand him. I just can't understand him. 
as if I didn't want you to. People act like God don't want them to understand him. He wants you to understand him. He loves you. And you're created in his likeness. If you understand him, then you figure out who and what you are. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise God. You may be able to comprehend or have uh, working knowledge with all the saints. What is the breadth? What is the length? What is the depth? What is the height? And to know. Didn't we read over there in 1 John, we've known and believe the love. Glory to God. Look at it now. And to know, have intimate, inside, close relationship with the love of the anointed one and his anointing. To know and understand that anointing, the love that caused him to go to the cross, the love that caused him to go to hell, the love that caused him to send his spirit to indwell you and me and anoint us and to bring the same measure of faith in us, to bring the same anointing in and on us that was in and on him so that just like Jesus, we could say our words are not our own. It is the Father that dwells within us. He does the work. That's the reason Jesus could come along and say, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my father. Well, he went to his father. He went to his father who is love. And he sent the spirit of God who's the spirit of love to indwell us and to come on us and to anoint us everyone and give us understanding of that anointing. Give us understanding of the gifts of the spirit to give us working knowledge of faith and to walk in it 24 hours a day. Mm to give us understanding of heaven's economics so that we can believe God and, and well, glory to God, that you might be filled. Mm. Look at it. That you might be filled, say full, with all the fullness of God who is love. See what he's desiring? He's desiring you and me to to get a working knowledge of love because God is love. And, and, And love is the way God is. Love is the way God thinks. Love is the way God does. Love is the way God has. Love is the way God gives. Love is the way God heals. Love is the way God saves. God is love. And the more rooted and grounded we are in love, the more we believe it, the more we study it, and the more we confess how much he loves us and how much we love him. And you get up in the morning and you begin to worship him and you say, I love the Lord my God with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind and all my strength. I love my neighbor as myself. And God says, good, you just satisfied the whole Mosaic law. <laughs> Glory to God. And then I say, and I love the brethren even as, as Jesus loved the brethren. And God says, good, now you just satisfied the law of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Whoa, this, this is good, isn't it? Hallelujah. Now, 
unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, beyond all we even ask or think. But wait a minute. According to the power that works within us. Now, I just quoted it a while ago. Yes, sir. 14th chapter of John. Jesus said, He that believes on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. That's where the greater works are. He is able to do exceeding abundantly beyond we, what we ask or think. <laughs> That's out there, my brother and sister. Whoa, glory. It comes from walking in love. It comes from concentrating on that love. It comes from growing up in it. Now listen to this. It started out by saying that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. Number one. Number two, rooted and grounded in love. Number three, comprehend or have divine understanding. See, you may be someone that understands and even knows the process where you could, you know, you get online, you buy your tickets, you go to the airport and they search you for about an hour. And <laughs> I just had to kind of throw that in there. But you, get, you understand what it takes to go get on an airplane and go somewhere. But just because of training, I, I'm, you know, I'm no sharper than you are. Uh, that, but, but just because of training, I learned how to fly an airplane. So I can, I know how to fly the same airplane that you go from point A to point B. I can fly that same airplane. Now, I haven't been checked out in that exact airplane, but my level of experience, all it takes is a few weeks of training and I can fly that airplane. You understand? That's, that's comprehension. And that's what, that's the level of comprehension that he's talking to you about. Okay. Number one was faith. Number two, rooted and grounded in love. Number three, comprehension. Number four, filled with all the fullness of God. Now then translate that. Filled with the fullness of love. What is the fullness of love? Being moved by compassion. And he healed their sick. Being moved by compassion, he saw them as sheep without a shepherd. And he taught them many things. Oh, glory be to God, fullness of love. Being moved by it. See, compassion is not a feeling. Compassion is God. It's a person. And that person is living on the inside of you. And as you take these steps in this order, and as you obey the word of God in these things, then compassion begins. When you're filled with the fullness of God, that means compassion is right up here all the time. Anger's not right up here. Love is. No, it's right up here, and it's just ready. It's just ready to talk. It's ready to lay on hands. It's ready to go to any length to get somebody saved. It's ready to go to any length to just help somebody. Glory to God. 
just looking all the time for a way to help, for a way to, for a way to, to bring a sudden blessing on, on somebody. Hallelujah. That compassion, that compassion causes healing anointings to develop in your hands and in your, in your words. Praise God. Exceeding abundant power at work. Exceeding abundantly beyond what you can ask or think. But now as you're growing in this, as you continue to walk in it, as you're continuing to develop in it, the, the fear is just getting further and further away. It's getting to where you don't even stop and think about it. You, I mean, you lay hands on somebody anywhere, anytime that the anointing comes on you to do it. And you just continue to walk in this, exceeding abundantly beyond what we can ask or think. But let me tell you something. Once you have experienced an exceeding abundantly above what I can ask or think, now I can ask or think that. So the next thing's going to have to be bigger than that. And then the next thing's going to have to be bigger than that. Can you see the progress? You're growing, you're growing, coming up and coming up and coming up. Hallelujah. I'll tell you, you get a church full of folks like that. You can't keep people out of it. Amen. God, what did it say? Under him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end. That's what brings glory to God who is love. I'll be back in just a moment. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.